the seventh mansion chapter two of the interior castle this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by anne boulet the interior castle or the mansions by saint teresa of avila translated by the reverend john dalton the seventh mansion chapter two she continues the same discourse and explains the difference between the spiritual union and spiritual marriage this she illustrates by some comparisons we will now speak of the divine and spiritual marriage though such a sublime favor cannot be entirely possessed in this life or perfectly accomplished since if we once leave god we shall quite lose so great a good the first time god bestows this favor his majesty is pleased to discover himself to the soul by an imaginary vision of his most sacred humanity in order that she may fully understand it and be not ignorant that she receives so immense a gift to others he may appear in another form to her of whom we speak our lord showed himself immediately after she had communicated in a figure of great splendor beauty and majesty just as he was after his resurrection he said to her that now was the time she should consider his affairs as hers and that he would take care of hers other words were uttered more fit to be felt than spoken you may perhaps think that this was no novelty because at other times our lord represented himself to this soul in this same way but this was so far different that it left her quite out of herself and quite astonished both because this vision came with great force and on account of the words which he spoke and also because in the interior of the soul where he had represented himself she had never heard any except in the preceding vision you must understand that there is an immense difference between this and the preceding mansions and the difference is as great between the spiritual espousals and the spiritual marriage as there is between those who are only affianced and those who are really united in matrimony i have already mentioned that though these comparisons be used because none fitter can be found yet it should be understood that here the body is no more remembered than if the soul were out of it and much less in the spiritual marriage for this secret union is effected in the interior centre of the soul which must certainly be where god himself resides and he in my opinion requires no door to enter at in all that i have hitherto said the effects seem to be brought about by means of the senses and faculties and the representation of our lord's humanity must certainly be of this nature but that is far different which takes place here in the union of the spiritual marriage our lord appears in the centre of the soul not by an imaginary but an intellectual vision though it is more subtle than those i have mentioned before such did he appear to the apostles without entering at the door when he said to them pax vobis that which god here communicates to the soul in an instant is so great a secret and so sublime a grace and what she feels is such an excessive delight that i know nothing to compare it to except that our lord is pleased at that moment to manifest to her the glory which is in heaven and this he does in a more sublime way than by any vision or spiritual delight more cannot be said as far as can be understood than that this soul becomes one with god for as he himself is a spirit his majesty is pleased to discover the love he has for us 
by making certain persons understand how it extends, in order that we may praise his greatness, because he has vouchsafed to unite himself to a creature in such a way, that as in the marriage state husband and wife can no more be separated, so he will never be separated from her. The spiritual espousals is different, for this is often dissolved, and so also is union, for though union is the joining of two things into one, they may at last be divided, and may subsist apart. We generally see that this favor of our Lord quickly passes away, and the soul afterwards does not enjoy that company, that is, so as to know it. But in that other favor of our Lord, this is not the case, for the soul always remains with her God in that center. Let us suppose union to be like two tapers, so exactly joined together that the light of both makes but one, or that the wick, light, and wax are all one and the same, but that afterwards one taper may be easily divided from the other, and then two distinct tapers will remain, and the wick will be distinct from the wax. But here, in the spiritual espousals, it is like water descending from heaven into a river or spring, where one is so mixed with the other that it cannot be discovered which is the river water and which the rain water. It is also like a small rivulet running into the sea, whose waters cannot be separated from each other, or as if there were two windows in a room, at which one great light entered, but which, though entering in divided, yet makes but one light within. This is, perhaps, that which St. Paul means, where he says, He who adheres to God is one with him, alluding to this sublime marriage, which presupposes that God is united to the soul by union. He likewise says, Mihi vivere Christus est, et mori lucrum, to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. I think the soul may say the same here, for here the butterfly dies, of which we have spoken, and this with very great joy, because now her life is Christ. This in time is best known by the effects, for it is clearly seen, by certain secret inspirations, that it is God who gives life to the soul, and these inspirations are often so very lively, that they cannot in any way be doubted, because the soul perceives them very well, though they cannot be expressed. But the feeling is so great, that sometimes it produces certain amorous words, which, it appears, one cannot help uttering, as, for example, O oh, life of my life, my support which upholdest me, together with other like expressions, from those divine breasts, wherewith it seems God continually supports the soul, streams of milk issue, which comfort all the people of the castle, for it seems our Lord wishes them to enjoy, in some manner, that abundance which the soul enjoys, and that, from this vast river, in which the little spring is swallowed up, there should sometimes flow a quantity of that water, in order to support those who are to serve these two spouses, in that which relates to the body. And just as if a person, who should be suddenly plunged in this water, without thinking of any such thing, could not help feeling himself wet, so, in the same manner, but with more certainty, are these operations I am speaking about discerned, because as a great quantity of water could not fall upon us, if there were no principle whence it descended. So here we clearly see that there is one in our interior who sends forth these darts, and gives life to this life, and that there is a sun from which proceeds that great light, which is conveyed to the powers from the interior of the soul. 
She does not, as I have said, stir from this center, nor does she lose her peace, for he himself who gave it to the apostles, when they were assembled together, can give it to her also. I have been thinking that this salutation of our Lord contained more, no doubt, than the mere words outwardly represented. The same may be said regarding our Lord telling the glorious Magdalene to go in peace. For as the words of our Lord are deeds in us, so these words must certainly produce such effects upon those souls who are already disposed, as to take from them all that is corporeal in the soul, and leave it a pure spirit, in order that it might be united with the uncreated spirit in this celestial union. It is very certain that by disengaging ourselves from all creatures, and withdrawing ourselves from them for the love of God, the same Lord will fill us with himself. When our Lord was once praying with his apostles, he requested that they might be one with the Father and with him, as Christ our Lord was in the Father and the Father in him. I know not what love can be greater than this, and here let us all not fail to enter into this union, since his majesty has said, I pray not for them only, but for all those who shall believe in me. He likewise said, I am in them. How true, O oh my God, are these words, and how well does the soul in this prayer understand them? And we should all understand them, were it not through our own fault, since the words of Jesus Christ, our King and Lord, cannot fail. But as we do not prepare ourselves properly, and do not remove everything from us which might obstruct this light, hence we do not behold ourselves in this glass in which we look, and wherein our image is engraven. But let us return to what we were saying. After our Lord has conducted the soul into his mansion, which is the center of the soul, as they say, the empyreal heaven where God resides is not moved like the other part is, and so it seems that when the soul enters there, those motions do not take place in the soul, which used to be in the faculties and imagination, so that they can hurt her or take away her peace. I may seem to mean that the soul by obtaining this favor becomes secure as regards her salvation, and does not afterwards relapse. But I do not say any such thing, and whenever I speak on this subject, and seem to mean that the soul is secure, my words must be understood thus, viz., as long as the divine majesty holds her in his hand, and she does not offend him. I know for certain, that though she see herself in this state, and though it may continue some years, she does not, therefore, think herself secure, but rather she has greater fears than formerly, and is more careful to avoid any small offense against God, as I shall mention hereafter. She also has such ardent desires of serving Him, and such continual pain and confusion, to see how little she can do, and how much she is obliged to do, that it is no small cross but rather a great mortification. For in doing penance, the greater it is, the more delight does the soul feel. Her true penance is, when God takes away her health and strength, so that she is unable to do any penance. And though I have in another place shown the great affliction this causes, yet here it is much greater. And all certainty must come from the root, into which she is grafted just as a tree which grows near running water looks greener and bears fruit better. Why then should we be astonished at the desires which this soul has, since the true spirit of her has become one with that celestial water of which we spoke? But to return to what I was saying, 
it is not intended that the faculties senses and passions should always enjoy this peace the soul indeed does but in the other mansions there are seasons of war of troubles and of pains though in such a manner as not to take away her peace and this happens very commonly it is so difficult to explain how the spirit is lodged in the centre of our soul and even to believe it that i fear my sisters my inability to explain it may be some temptation to you not to believe what i say for to assert that there are crosses and troubles and yet that the soul is at peace is difficult to imagine i wish to give you a few comparisons and god grant they may prove such as may in some degree illustrate the subject but should they not be to the purpose yet i know that what i say is the truth the king is in his palace yet there may be many wars in his kingdom and many offensive things done still he does not on this account cease to be on his throne and so it is here though there be many tumults and many poisonous creatures in the other mansions and the noise of them is heard yet no such things enter into this mansion or force the soul to remove from hence and though they give her some pain yet it is not in a way to disturb her and deprive her of her peace for the passions are now subdued in such a way that they are afraid to enter here because they go away still more mortified the whole body is in pain but if the head be sound no harm can be done to it i smile at these comparisons for they do not satisfy me but i can find no better whatever you may think of them i have spoken the truth end of the seventh mansion chapter two